when you move, you make my heart. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you are moving. I'm here and I know you will stay. So calm down. Spirit, when you move, you make my heart. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you are moving. I'm here and I know you will fill me. Lord. Fire and wind, come and do it again. Open up the gates, let it heaven on in. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. Fire and wind, come and do it again. Open up the gates, let heaven on in. Come rest on us, come rest on us, fire and wind, come and do it again, open up the gates, let heaven on in, come rest on us, come rest on us, so calm down, spirit, when you move, you make my heart bound, when you feel the room. You're here and I know you are moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me. So calm down. Spirit, when you move, you make my heart bow. When you feel the room, you're here and I know you are moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me. Be. There's no place I'd rather be. 
Lord God Almighty. With all heaven we are roaring. The praises of your glory. With the elders bowing lowly. Casting all the crowns before thee. We are humbled by your beauty. Magnified and worthy.
with a voice cry out, cry out. With your voice shout out, cry out. With your cry out, shout out. With your voice cry out, shout Jesus. Come on, let's just continue to lift up a shout right now. Jesus, we love you. God, we lift your name above every other name right now. We place you in the highest place. We exalt you above every other name. God, we say let the name of Jesus be exalted today and every other name be brought low. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to ask the band to stop if we can. Thank you, Lord. Now listen, guys, God is moving in this place today. There's hunger in here. There's glory in here. I don't say that lightly. Now listen, this is a season of revival in America. In case you haven't realized, in case you haven't seen, if you've been under a rock. <laughs> Actually, the Bible tells us to fall on the rock, right? So the rock doesn't fall on us. <laughs> but I want to tell you something shifted at the beginning of this year, and we've entered into a different season in America. And 
We're going to talk about that today, but right now we're going to just lean in a little more to that. If we could just stop the keys as well, that, my friend, Ryan, that would be awesome. Listen, there's, there's two ways. We can either just be riders of the waves or we can be wave makers. And as revivalists, which we're all called to be, right? We're all called to be people who pray, people who intercede, people who war in the spirit, right? We're called to be wave makers. And that means that, you know, if this entire floor in this room was made of some kind of flexible metal, and we smack that thing, it's going to release a wave in this room, right? So sometimes, you know, one of the enemies of revival is when we come into a place and we just stand back and we look and we watch and we think, hmm, let me see if there's any waves in this place. That watcher kind of spirit, I'm not saying anybody's doing that because I can really feel the opposite in here today. But just for the sake of illustration... When we come and we smash the ground, we strike the ground, we begin to make waves and release waves from this place that literally can ripple right across the state, right across the nation. And there's more than enough people today to see a move of God that shakes the nation. I want to start with this and everyone stay standing and stay engaged because we're about to just enter in a little bit more right now. You know, the Second Great Awakening started because 20 people fell out in the spirit. 20 people. At a place called Red River Meeting House in Kentucky. We were there. It's an old, old chapel in the middle of absolutely nowhere in Kentucky. And a meeting happened and 20 people fell out in the spirit. And words spread all over. And people began to come in in their horse and buggies and carts and all the rest of it. right? And it became literally the very first ever camp meeting in America. Because they heard the rumor that God was moving and just 20 people fell out in the Holy Ghost. That then grew into what became Cane Ridge. And then from Cane Ridge, it literally shook the nation and the world. Well, what we're seeing happen right now, even just in Asbury, right? What just happened in, in the beginning of February, it was because 20, 20 students stayed behind and prayed a little more. A week later, there was 25,000 people in that little town in, in Kentucky. 20, 20 young people. So we were there only a few weeks ago, maybe three or four weeks ago. I, I don't know where I am right now, to be honest. And God was moving in power. Within just a week, there was lines that were seven, eight, nine hours long. It's waiting to get inside. Just waiting to encounter what God was doing. Well, then we went to Pasadena straight from there only about three weeks ago. <laughs> and once again, there was about 20 people in a house. It was a big house. 
But all of a sudden, the presence of God fell in a house in Pasadena, in a mansion, and within hours, people started showing up. Within hour, the same day. And people began to come, and word began to spread. Before you know it, that day we'd worship for 12 hours. Keeley had led worship for seven and a half hours. The next day at 10 o'clock, because this was just a residential home, we had to say, okay, guys, let's come back again at 10 in the morning and go again. At 10 a.m., we thought, wonder if anyone will come back. Well, guess what? They did. People came back and they filled the house again. And for another 12 hours, we worshiped God and the fire was in that place. And then we did it again and people came again. You know what? They had one of the worst weather events ever in Los Angeles. It was snowing in LA. Closed the I-5. This is like two, three weeks ago. They literally closed the I-5 through LA because it was snow. We opened up the window of our hotel room and there was palm trees with snow behind them. And yet still, and it was nonstop torrential rain. And yet still people came to this house in Pasadena. Listen, it was hard to get there. It was hard to find. It was hard to park. Park. You had to walk in the rain, go around the back, knock on the door and hope somebody answered. And yet every day, night after night, the house was still filled full with people because people are hungry for Jesus in America. And then we went from there. We still had to go and preach in Turlock in uh, Northern California. I drove eight hours on the Sunday up there because the I-5 was shut and we didn't realize before we left, we had to take the coast road all the way north, right? And that night, guess what happened? God broke in. He broke out. No one wanted to stop worshiping. And there was hundreds of people in that place. Bang. People are hungry for Jesus. And we had to leave. Now we've got like, which revival do we stay at? We had to drive back again all those hours back on the Monday and carry on with what God was doing. And, and he was having us help to lead and steward in Pasadena. Well, then the following weekend, we had to come back here to preach at, at our home church in Shiloh for Patricia King and her awe event. And guess what happened? God broke out. The glory came. And God began to move. There was weeping and intercession and fire. Why? Because when people are hungry and they just say, God, we want you and nothing else. We don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it looks like. I'm not afraid of snot on the carpet. Well, then we went back to Pasadena. We had to move. We had to move out of the house. Who knows? It's a great thing when revival has to move because you can't fit anymore. And we moved into a historic theater in downtown Pasadena, a place where many different rock bands of the past and all different kinds of musical videos had been filmed and shot and rehearsed within this place. But now, suddenly God is moving. Stay focused, guys. 
And so would the revival continue in Pasadena in a theater? Yes. And immediately when we moved, the numbers quadrupled in size the first night. And so God continued to move. And there were times where we're standing in there and we're worshiping and we're kind of all looking at each other because it's like this literal roar would come out of people, would come out of the crowd. It was something other, you know. God is moving. Then we went to St. Louis. We flew into St. Louis. We had less than 24 hours. We sent out a quick little message and said, hey, we're going to have a pop-up worship night in the house in St. Louis. A house. When you don't have a building, you got a home, right? And with less than 24 hours, more than 50 people suddenly showed up in a living room. And for four hours... We worship without taking a breath. Bang, easy. Whoa, the whole place is on fire and alive. We're like, I know this is crazy, but what if we came back on Monday night and did it again? I said, who will come back? Everybody. Never came back again the next night on a Monday night. And listen, they had to work for it. It was out of town. It was like a half an hour drive. Well, we only got back from all of that this week. Here we are this morning. And I want to tell you, I can feel the same thing in this room today that I have felt right across this country. So even just right now, with with no music or anything like that, I'm just going to ask Keely just to come and just to lead us just for a minute, just a cappella. Just turn that up nice and loud. There. Guys, this is not just about us having a Sunday morning preach. It's not just about us coming to do another meeting. We wanted to come and be in this place because we love pastors Rob and Kay. We love that they are after the presence. They're after revival. And so listen, we're going to give it a red hot shot this morning to crack something open in this place. Listen, it's already cracking. It's already breaking. The hunger is already in this place. But listen, don't just come to see this morning if there's any waves. Come into this place and begin to make a wave in the Spirit. Our prayer, our intercession, our shouts, our laughter, our <laughs> just even lifting our hands releases waves in the Spirit. Amen? So come on, just begin to stir yourself up this morning. Thank you, Lord. Just lift your voices. Let it rise. Let it rise, hora ma 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 papayas, yarayas, hora papayas, yarapapaya, hanarayas, yapapapayas, hora papayas, yarapapayas, hora rias, hora papayas, yarayas, hora rias, yarayas, hora papayas. You just begin to let out your own song. 
Oh, Jesus, 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 oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, ora mayana mama mama yana riusura papa yesi, ora riesi, ora riusora na riara papa ya, ora riusora papa yesi, ora payasi ara payasi ana na 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 ya, ora mama mama yesi ana na riesi, ora riesi. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name, oh Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name, lift it up. Worthy is your name, oh Jesus. Oh, you deserve the praise. Worthy is your just lift your voices. Worthy is your name, oh Jesus. Oh, you deserve the praise. Oh, worthy is your get a little undignified. Oh, worthy is your name. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you deserve the praise. Oh, worthy is your name. Oh, worthy is your name. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you deserve the praise. Oh, worthy is your name. Oh, worthy is your name. Oh, Jesus, sing it out. Oh, you deserve the praise. Oh, worthy is your name. And be exalted now in the heavens. As your glory fills this place, you alone deserve our praise. You're the name above all names. And be exalted now in the heavens. As your glory fills this place, you alone deserve our praise. You're the name above all names. And be exalted now. Oh, lift it up. As your glory fills this place, you alone deserve our praise. You're the name of Bible, worthy is your name, oh Jesus. Oh, you deserve the praise, oh, worthy is your name, oh, worthy is your name. You deserve the praise. Worthy is 
Oh, worthy, worthy is Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Oh, worthy is your name. You deserve the praise. Oh, worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. And holy. And holy. And are you, Lord God, almighty, and worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, for you are holy, and holy, lift your voices, and are you, Lord God, Almighty and worthy is the Lamb, and worthy is the Lamb, for you are holy and holy, and are you, Lord God, oh, Almighty, lift it up. Worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, for you are holy and holy, and are you, Lord God, almighty, and worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, for you are holy, oh, and holy, and are you, Lord God, almighty, and worthy is the Lamb. Set your voices, worthy is the Lamb. So, na na, you are holy. Oh, na na na, so just begin to sing in the spirit. So, na na, you so na ma 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 ye da pa pa ye. Oh, na ma 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 ye si ana ye. Oh, na na na, so na ye. Oh, we let it rise. Oh, na na, you so da pa pa ye. Oh, da 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 Papa, yes, yes, open up the gates, open up the gates, open up the gates. Oh, mama, mama, oh, mama, oh, mama, oh, mama, 
ora papapai, ora papai é sim, ora ali é sim, ora ali eu sou, papai é ali. Oh, 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 just begin to make a sound, just make a sound. Oh, 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 call me King of Glory, call me King of Glory, call me King of Glory. Come on, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Hallelujah. 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 More, 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 more. Fire. Fire. Fire! Oh, Karabasha, Karamama, Mama, Maso, Roto, Sira, Mama, Makira, Masha, Shara, Mana, Nasira, Makia, Roko, Roboro, Bobo, Bobo, Sia. Come on, keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pressing. We're hungry for you, Jesus. We're hungry for you, Jesus. Oh, send revival! Send revival! 
Oh, revive Arizona, God. Oh, Karabasharaborosi Karamanasia. How hungry are you this morning? How hungry are you this morning? How desperate are you for a move of God? How desperate is your family? How desperate are you for God to move in your family? How desperate are you for God to move in this nation? How desperate are you for God to move in our schools? How desperate are you for God to move in our young people? Come on, cry out. Jesus! Oh, pour out your spirit, God. Pour out your spirit in this place, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. More, 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 more. Oh, God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Come on, sing it out, church. Our God. Power and love, our God is an awesome God. Come on, lift it up. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome. Come on, let Arizona know. Our God. Is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Come on, shout to God. Hallelujah! 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 <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Huh. Thank you for your presence in this place, God. Lord, I just ask you, come fill every person. Fresh oil today, God. Fill us up to overflow. I just released that Psalm 23, Grace. When David said, you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Huh. In order for there to be overflow, there's got to be continual pouring in and pouring out. So God, I release that pouring in right now. Pour it in, God. Pour it in. Pour it in. Pour it in. Fill every person to overflow right now. Whew. With your glory, God. God, I thank you. This is a season of new wine. This is a season of new wine. And I ask for that new wine to be poured out this morning. And I encourage you, friends, just drink deep of the wine of his presence today. Oh, come and fill us up. Just say, fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. <laughs> Woo. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. We thank you for the wine of your presence, God. The tangible wine of your presence, Lord. The intoxication of your love. The intoxication of your power. Huh. Whew. Only you satisfy, God. There's only satisfaction in your presence, God. If only McJagger knew about your presence. Get him, Jesus. <laughs> Get McJagger, Lord, with the wine of your presence. Let him sing, now I've got satisfaction. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Just actively drink, guys. Actively don't, don't just sit back and listen. How, how do you drink? How do you receive? You do the opposite of resist. We all kind of know how to go, uh, do the opposite. Uh, uh. Some of you may be brand new to this today. Well, I want to tell you, you might think we're crazy. We are a little bit. But we are crazy for Jesus. That's right. Listen, if there was no opportunity to encounter Jesus, we'd be wasting our time. But he is an encounterable God. His presence is available to us. We were never meant to have church without his presence. We were never meant to have church without his glory. We were never meant to have life without his presence. You know, the, uh, the meme that goes around on Facebook says, you know, do you need the Holy Spirit to go to heaven? And the response is, well, you need the Holy Spirit to go to Walmart. Right? It's true. We, we, our souls need the presence, like our lungs need oxygen. And the religious spirit rallies against experiencing God. But right at the beginning, we were created for relationship. We love to put it on bumper stickers. Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. But I want to tell you, you can't have a relationship without an experience. And the very reason Jesus died was not just so that we could start Christianity. It was so that we could be reconciled in relationship and connection to him.
Emmanuel, God, with us, not just in theory, not just positionally, but experientially. That's what revival looks like. Revival looks like Jesus getting really real, getting really close, that even the world would look at us and go, surely they have been with Jesus. Surely they've been with Jesus. Just like the Roman centurions when Jesus actually died and then have to look up and finally say, wow, surely he was the son of God. Even in his death, something so powerful released. Jesus. Jesus. God, we thank you that you're available to us this morning. Your presence is available. Your power is available. Dave, run on over. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Shoka Masia. We release your presence. Thank you, Jesus. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. Noah, you better come too, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Woo! Jesus. More, Lord. Just keep pulling on his presence this morning, guys. We are going to preach a little, maybe. But listen, we're not going to disengage from his presence. We're not going to take an hour to get into his presence and then switch off from that, right? More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. See, I just figure these people that are out the front, they're the hungry ones. <laughs> Shoo. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, 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 more. Fill them, God. Fill them, God. I know this one's hungry. Shokabasia. Shakaramana sotototo. Mola, 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 shukara mama masia. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come one, come all. Shakara masia. Mola, more, 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 more. Shukuru, more, 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 more. Mola, mola. Lord, let the weight of your presence fall in this place today. Jesus. Shukara masia. More Lord, more Lord, more Lord, more Lord, more Lord, more Lord. Shuka Masia. I want to tell you, His presence is available for you right now. I want to break off all disappointment right now. I break off every disappointment from maybe unmet maybe unmet expectations of revival or maybe unmet expectations even of an event or something that you thought God was going to do when he didn't. I just want to break off any hurt from that right now in Jesus' name. Any grief, I break that off. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Every demonic spirit that's tried to latch itself on, every demonic spirit of grief and disappointment, I command you to loose God's people right now in Jesus' name. And I release hope in this place today. I release that Romans 15, 13. May you abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May you abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It says, now may the God of hope cause you to abound in all hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, God. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. <coughs> Excuse me. If you need any kind of realignment in your body and um, uh, muscles or joints, actual something's out of line. That's just what I saw. Something's out of line in your body. Can you just come quickly, stand down the front? Just come really quickly this morning. You need some kind of physical realignment to take place in your body. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just speak that total realignment right now in Jesus' name. Come into line with the Word of God. By His stripes, you were healed. Realignment in the name of Jesus. Realignment right now in Jesus' name. Come into line right now. Obey the Word of God. By His wounds, we were healed. Realignment in Jesus' name. By His wounds, you were healed. Command every muscle, fiber, bone in your body to line up with the perfect creation right now. Realignment right now in Jesus' name. Muscles, joints, bones, tendons, ligaments, organs. Realignment right now. I speak that kingdom reset. Restore to manufacturer's specifications right now. Come in a line. Come in a line with the Word of God. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name right now. Right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Line up, line up, line up, line up, line up right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Shukaramakasia. Any demonic spirit causing any kind of um, misalignment in the body right now commands you to loose every person in here in Jesus' name right now. Total healing. Thank you, Lord. Realignment in Jesus' name. Whoa, the line got big that way. Thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Jody, can you help me pray, honey? From the center left there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Realignment right now in Jesus' name. Realignment right now in the name of Jesus. Lars and Gracie, you guys go pray too. Thank you, Jesus. Realignment, realignment right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Realignment right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, we curse every growth and every kind of, every thing that's not supposed to be there. We curse it right now. Let it come to nothing in Jesus' name. Disappear. God, we bind every spirit of infirmity, affliction. We command you to loose her right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. More, Lord. More, Lord. More Lord, more Lord, more Lord, more Lord. Shoo. More, 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 more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shakarabasia. 
realignment right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Realignment right now in Jesus' name. Total deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. By his stripes, you are saved, healed, and delivered right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to every cell in your body. Command it to be on earth as it is in heaven. Every organ, line up with the word of God right now. I speak creative miracles, recreation. In the name of Jesus. Right now. Justice for Jesus. Jesus, come get what you paid for and everybody this morning. You paid for our healing. You're the resurrection and the life. I speak to every dead area physically, every dead physical part of our bodies. I speak life, resurrection life over them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Total healing right now. Be healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Be healed right now. Be healed. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Okay, guys, check your bodies out. Check your bodies out. Begin to do what you couldn't do before. Thank you, Lord. Who feels like something has shifted in your body right now? Raise your hand. There's lots of hands going up. What's happened in your body? What's happened? You feel long like spaghetti rather than short like macaroni? <laughs> Praise God. People are getting long in Jesus' name. Who else wants to be taller? What else happened over here? What happened, ma'am? I feel all relaxed, and everything seems to be in alignment. It never was before. All relaxation, muscles and bones. Could you do something you couldn't do before? What could you not do? Well, uh, there was pain when I did some stuff, and it was here... And here, and here. Is it there now? No. It's gone. It's gone. Come on, Jesus. So good. More luck. <laughs> Double dose, God. Double dose, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Who else? Who else had something happen to them? Some, something. Guys, check your bodies out. Where's there's like a hundred people up here. What happened, man? The lower back pain is gone. Come on. Come on, Jesus. Have we gotten too used to miracles or what? Have we gotten a little blasé about it? If, listen, I, my back went out a couple weeks ago. If I got healed just like that then, I would be jumping up and shouting, Right? God does miracles. Let's let's praise him when he does miracles like that. Thank you, Lord. 
You guys all need prayer. Just step forward a little bit over here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just release your healing power right now. In the name of Jesus. I said, be healed right now. Sure, right through a body, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You know, we're not, we're commanded to heal the sick. That's it. Heal the sick. In Jesus' name. So in obedience, we lay hands and we say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Body, come into line with the word of God. This is you'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Will recover. Not every now and again, not sometimes, not maybe if I'm in a good mood. Thank you, Jesus. Total healing in Jesus' name. God, right now in the name of Jesus. Total healing right now in Jesus' name. Right through a body, God. We speak that alignment of heaven, Father. Be healed right now in Jesus' name. All pain, go. Alignment, come right now. Right now. Right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now listen, who else got healed? Some of you might need to actually get up and do a few laps. Walk around and check your buddies out. This is how we honor the Lord, right? We actually check our bodies out. We begin to move, right? I want to know who else has been healed. What happened over here, ma'am? Come on. So did you have did you have healing happen? You just experience, you encounter Jesus, which is wonderful. Right. Can you feel something different in your body? Does it feel different? <laughs> Let me just pray for you a little bit more. Can I pray for you again? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What's your name? Tonya? Donna, sorry, Donna. Jesus, I thank you. You love Donna so much. She's okay on the floor, if that's where she ends up. We just say, calm, Holy Spirit. Just reward in Donna. You had her in mind specifically when you were on the cross. You thought of her. Even before the foundation of the world, you sat down with a book and you wrote about the days of Donna's life, the dream you had for her life, to prosper her, to give her hope, to give her a future, to see her saved, healed, delivered, 100% set free and strong. And so I just say, Jesus, come get your reward in her right now. In Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> more of that fire, more of your glory, God, right now. Shh. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Everybody, just stretch your hands out to the Lord for a minute. Wow, more Lord, more Lord, more Lord.
Mola, Mola, Mola. More Lord, more Lord. We give you all the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We Give you all the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Sing it again. We You are Alpha. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are Alpha. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. We 
One more time, we give you. We give you. Lift it up. Oh, the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy. Sing it again, louder this time. <laughs> we give you the glory. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised one more time we give you Okay, again, we give you all the glory, we worship you, our Lord, you are worthy to be praised. Just tell him in your own words that he's worthy. And don't be religious from your heart. Tell him that he's worthy. Tell him why he's worthy. Tell him what you're thankful for. We're thankful that you're here with us this morning, God. We're thankful that you're moving in our own families, God. We're thankful that you're moving in America right now in a fresh way, Father. Now you can stay standing or sit, but stay engaged. And even if you sit, you're probably going to get back up on your feet again. So just be ready because it's not business as usual in this season. And do I get an amen? Because we don't want business as usual. We want a fresh move of God in our midst. Amen. And so Holy Spirit, we join our faith together this morning and we say, God, come do something we need. You don't have to have the right words. You have to have the right heart. Just let out words today, groans, sounds, but let it come from a place of desperation. We're desperate, God. We're desperate for a move of God in our midst. We need you in our families, our churches, and our nation, Father. Zechariah 
Isaiah 10 word, many of you are going to be real familiar with it. And you've heard it many times right now. Zechariah 10 one says that in a time of rain, ask for rain. You know what that means? Don't get quiet. Stay engaged. You know what that means? It means in a time of revival, ask for revival. God is saying in Zechariah 10.1, when you see what I'm doing, ask for more. In a time of rain, ask for rain. In a time of revival, ask for revival. God is actually giving biblical precedent right there to say, when you see something breaking out in your nation, don't get quiet. Ask me for more. Ask for the rain in a time of rain. He is also putting the responsibility back on us. Do you want more? Do you want more, heaven saying? Do you want a wild awakening in your midst? Are you hungry for more? The religious spirit always wants to say, why keep asking? I'll tell you why keep asking. Because God says, ask me for more. In a time of rain, ask for rain. In a time of a fresh move of God, ask for more in your own lives, in your own families, in your own church, in your own city. Ask me for more. Come on, how hungry are we? God's pouring out where the hungry are. God's pouring out where the desperate are. God's pouring out where people ask. This isn't just about us anymore. This is about our children. This is about our city. This is about the state of America. And what God is doing right now is pouring out hope over America. Jesus. 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 Come on. Jesus, 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 we don't want it just like it's always been. We need what you're doing now. We don't mind if it makes us a little uncomfortable even because we need you in this season, God. Our kids need you. Our parents need you. Our families need you. This generation needs you. Come on, make it personal. This isn't just about us. Who do you know right now who without a move of God, they're in trouble right now. And yet God is saying, I'm moving in your midst. What God is pouring out over this nation right now is his mercy. Be not mistaken. Ah. But we get a choice right now. We get a choice to say, God, we've got to have more. I want to ask you a question and make it personal. Have you ever wondered if the people that stood at the original Azusa Street when it was just a street, Did they recognize what was breaking in their midst was about to touch the nations? Or did some of them just go home and go, that was a good morning? 
I'm going to ask you a question and all of us need to answer it ourselves. Can we recognize that what God is doing in this nation right now, even here right now, is something out of the ordinary. And it's God's mercy inviting America into another great awakening. And be not mistaken, something has changed in this nation. You do not get universities filled with thousands of young people crying out for a move of God without something fresh. So we look at what's going on at the universities and go, wow, God bless them. Or do we recognize this is something, this is something we haven't had. This is something fresh. This is something my family needs. This is something our nation needs. And God's saying, he's inviting us. How desperate are you? I'm aware I'm speaking to the hungry. I'm aware I'm speaking to those who've pressed in for a long time. But it doesn't change the fact that in a time of rain, ask for rain. How sad would it be if for decades we cried out and then in the very moment when God's breaking out, we step back. Jesus, more, Lord. More, Lord. You get what you ask for in the kingdom. More, Lord. The hungry get fed in the kingdom. More, Lord. More, Lord. The desperate are always filled. More, Lord. More, Lord. When I'm satisfied with a great morning, we need a move of God in this nation, Father. And, Lord, we thank you that you're breaking out in our midst all over this nation right now. And we say, don't pass us by. Listen, I want to tell you a kingdom truth this morning. And some of you know it, but I want you to hear it in a new way. In Mark 8, in Mark 6, actually. Listen, this is a truth, and I want you to grab a hold of it because it's for this season. <laughs> if you can interpret that, take it because the Lord's speaking. <laughs> Jesus, I'll tell you what he's saying. He's saying in the kingdom, sometimes, Sometimes you only get that which you ask for. There are some things in the kingdom that are only accessed through asking for them. Right now I hear the Holy Spirit speaking over America and he's saying very clearly there are some things in the kingdom that you only get because you ask for them. Let me tell you from the Bible, because I want to break off any religious nonsense that says, no, we just get everything for free. Some things cost in the kingdom. Some things need to be pressed in for in the kingdom. Let me ask you, is a move of God in our midst worthy of pressing in for beyond where we've been before? You know, one of the greatest enemies of revival is having had a move of God before. That's why those who've had more are at greatest risk of missing what God's doing in our midst right now. Because we've had a move of God before. And God is calling us to get hungry for more than we've ever experienced before. You know why he's breaking out in some random places like universities? Because they're desperate and dry 
had more to push past our comfort levels and our complacency levels and not just go, wow, God's moving, but go, wow, God's moving. We gotta have more. We can't let this be where our hunger levels taper out. This has to be where it starts. Are you hearing me today? Mark 6. You'll know the story. The disciples are in a boat. And there's a storm. He, being Jesus, saw they were in serious trouble. I want you to get a hold of this. This is the Bible. It's not my words. This is the Bible. This is what happened. First of all, the disciples are in a boat. They're going somewhere. A storm breaks up. There's winds and there's waves. You can read it in Mark 6. I'm going to read you just about a couple verses. And Jesus saw they were in serious trouble. Jesus understood their circumstances just like he's looking at America right now and going there in serious trouble. I can see the wind and the waves. And Jesus walked out to them. He saw they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves of the season. They'd been pushing past. They'd been faithful. They were giving it everything they've got. And Jesus looked down and he saw there's some serious trouble going on there. And about three o'clock in the morning, that's known as the hour, the darkest hour, at the moment of their worst circumstances, at the moment where many had been saying, is God ever going to come again in our midst like he did in the past? Is revival ever going to break out again? Is there any hope for Gen Z? Is there any hope for Alpha Generation? Is there any hope for our older generations? Is there any hope for the state of our nation? Is there any hope for the circumstances that seem beyond the limits of our last breakthrough? And Jesus saw them. At about three o'clock in the morning, in the hour where they had their least hope, in the hour where it was darkest, and Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. He was about to walk past them. This is the Bible. This is not my interpretation. This is the Bible. Jesus, though he saw they were in trouble, was about to walk past them. Show. Jesus. And it goes on. And he says that the the disciples saw him and they cried out. It was at that point that Jesus came to them and calmed the wind and the storm. 
I want to tell you something today because it's something that if we can catch a hold of it, it is not a telling off from the Lord. It is an invitation and an explanation of the very moment, the very historic moment that America finds ourselves in right now. The Father is saying there are some things in the kingdom that you get only because you ask. Right now, the Holy Spirit is traversing the nation of America and he is looking for those who will say, come here and move in us. And the Father is saying, be not mistaken, that he is giving an invitation in this season to his people. Cry out again. Don't pass us by. Don't pass us by. Don't pass us by. Those who have ears will hear and understand. You don't get thousands of people on university campuses without something supernatural in your midst. You don't get the secular media reporting on God moving again in young people and even showing their testimonies on the news as they have been doing without something supernatural shifting in the nation. You don't get multiple revivals breaking out all at once across the nation without something supernatural all at once being released in a nation. Don't pass us by, God. To those who have ears to hear, it's time to hear the sound of the Spirit. I hear the winds of change in here this morning. And I hear the invitation of the Lord saying, yes, you are hungry. I hear his pleasure over you. I equally hear his invitation to say, you get what you ask for. How much more do you want in your midst? Amen. Are we satisfied with an unusually amazing service? Or are we satisfied with our family? on fire for God. Are we going after a national move of God? In a time of rain, ask for rain. There is no better season. In fact, there is no other season because I do have a word from the Lord this morning. There is urgency and holiness over the invitation from the Holy Spirit right now to say, don't pass us by. Revival has already begun in America. We are no longer prophesying into the future. I want you to hear this. We've seen enough with our eyes and every minister moving in this realm right now will tell you the exact same thing we are telling you. Something changed at the beginning of this year. Revival's begun. Now, does that mean that it's enough? No, it's not. It's the very early stages. And those who have ears to hear will understand right now. It's time to cry out. It's time to make space. It's time to get desperate. It's time to press in like never before. And the people that the Lord is initially asking to press in are those who understand what the more looks like. That's us. Don't pass us by, God. There's an invitation right now to go beyond what's comfortable. There's an invitation to press in. There's an invitation to cry out. I hear, I can hear thoughts. 
I hear many of us saying, I've been pressing in. Yes, praise God. And that's how we've got to hear. But I hear the train right now. And you know what I hear it doing? Toot, toot. It's time to get on board. The revival train is moving and it's moving very, very fast. And so decisions need to be made quickly right now. Are we jumping on with what God's doing or are we going to stand on the sidewalk and watch it pass us by? Don't pass us by, God! I want to tell you what I saw this morning. It was very similar to what Ben saw but with a slightly different application because God's doing many things at once, right? I've only seen this one other time and I saw it over an individual, not corporately. But this morning, some of you will uh, uh, know the movie The Matrix. Wave at me if you do so I know how many in the room. Right, many of you. I've got the right generation. (laughs) You all know how it starts off and you see all the coding drop. I saw like that over the top of us in the atmosphere today. And I understood it to mean that what God is doing is he's recoding his people. That means that just as you know, with your phones, with anything else, there's times when you have to do a program reset and upgrade. And if you're like me, I wait to the very possible last moment because I hate, I hate it changing on me. Anyone else like that? If you're like my husband, he does it the day it comes out, right? But the point is there comes a day where your phone won't work anymore if you don't upgrade it. This morning, I saw the coding drop and I heard the Holy Spirit say, there's no more time, you've got to upgrade right now. He's releasing the new programming for a new wineskin, for a new move of God. And God is asking us to lay ourselves on the altar because what's about to happen is things will not run as they've run before. You get a choice in this. Do you lean in or do you step back? Do you lean in or do you step back? There will be increasing divine interruptions. And the Holy Spirit is saying to us that the divine interruptions are where the breakthrough is. And when the divine interruption happens, that is our sign that God is sweeping in. There's new coding dropping right now. There's an upgrade, an upgrade of kingdom reset to kingdom installation. Jesus. Now let me make that practical for you. It means things are going to look different. It means it's not going to run how it's run before. It doesn't mean we change things for change's sake. It means that when the winds of change are blowing and when it's a God-initiated divine interruption, we allow the Holy Spirit to interrupt because the interruption is not an interruption. It's actually a realignment to kingdom DNA and reset for this new wineskin. It means make space when God shows up and turns everything upside down. That means in corporate meetings, it means in your own individual lives. When suddenly what seems like an interruption and a problem to you, ask yourself, is this the enemy or is it actually Holy Spirit realigning and resetting me right now? Is there a new kingdom program that God is installing in me because the last program has run its course? 
us. It doesn't work anymore in this season. There's something new God is releasing. Now, those of us with a not understanding that God is good can look at that and see it as punishment. I want you to understand that just like when the upgrades come out on your phone, it's upgrade unto increase. It's upgrade unto acceleration. The upgrade is unto things working better. In this season right now, the divine interruptions is God realigning us so that we can run faster, run further, and run better. But we get a choice. Just like you do on your phone, you know, when you click, not now. (laughs) But I hear the urgency of the Lord. There's no more not now. Not now will now take you out. Not now means you don't get on the train. Not now means the train's moving and you can wave it goodbye. Revival's already begun. You choose to upgrade and run with it or you choose to watch it take off. Don't hear what I'm not saying. There is always grace in the kingdom. But there is always those moments where the Holy Spirit, by his grace and his love for his people, he gives them the heads up first. He says, the train's moving. Get on board. Revival's breaking. He says, I'm walking out on the waters, America. There's a rhema, there's a kairos window open right now for revival in America. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Some things in the kingdom you get because you ask. Don't miss it. Cry out. Don't pass us by. Don't pass my kids by. Don't pass my family by. Don't pass my parents by. Don't pass my city by. Don't pass my nation by, Jesus. We can recognize that the winds of change are blowing and there is a fresh move of God breaking in this nation, whether you've seen it or just heard about it. It's not the point. Those who have ears to hear will recognize something has changed in my nation and don't pass us by, God. We don't want just great meetings anymore, though they're wonderful. I'm not speaking against them. I'm simply saying we need another awakening. Sure. How hungry are you? How hungry are you? We're going to pray for you this morning, but how hungry are you? Preaching isn't going to... Do what it used to do. Revelation out of heaven is where God is breathing right now. There is no more grace on procrastination in this season. The grace is on swift obedience. The grace is on swift flexibility when God is breaking in. The grace is on allowing yourself to be uncomfortable for the sake of God releasing something you're not used to. Jesus. Things are going to run different because God's pushing us past the limitations of last season's breakthrough. Can you feel that? Who can sense that right now? Give me a wave. Who's heard stories right now that have really amazed you, what God's doing in America? 
Just like Ben said, at Asbury, we were there. And I'm just going to tell you what touched my heart. Seeing thousands and thousands of people, and not just young people. Yes, God was doing something in Gen Z there. But listen, what God's doing right now is for every generation. No, no one is missing out. The invitation is the same to all of us. I also want to say this. How, we've, who's been crying out for the younger generation? Praise God, something supernatural is going on right now because the circumstances that they are faced with right now, and some of you, I'm speaking to your own children or your grandchildren or your friends. Without a fresh move of God, they have no hope. We must have a move of God right now. There are situations and circumstances going on in their lives right now that without supernatural breakthrough, they don't have hope. And yet we have the hope of all of Jesus within us right now. And God is doing something fresh. To hear testimony after testimony on a loudspeaker uh, just, uh, that went out over the campus um, grounds has been said, one day we were there, there were 25,000 people there who heard young person after young person give testimony, some of them like this. God released me from witchcraft. I'm trying to remember almost the exact words. This is almost what I heard. I was involved in witchcraft and God delivered me and then he delivered me from homosexuality and I didn't want to live and now I want to live. Now, is that not the testimony you're praying for? That would be great and worthy of celebrating and is if it were but one. But it wasn't one. It's times hundreds and hundreds breaking out across America right now. Testimonies of young people that stood up and said, weeks ago I was involved in pornography and now it's broken off me and I've said yes to Jesus and all I want to do is serve him. Young person who said... I wanted to kill myself, and now for the first time in my life, I'm not anxious, I feel peaceful, and I want to live. To see thousands of people out on a campus lawn, flat on their face, weeping before God, kneeling before God, regular, everyday Americans, Flat on their face in the middle of a university and on the streets, not caring who's watching, police cars all around, weeping. Jesus moved in me. People repenting. Regular American men, many of them who hadn't been in church for a long time, but got a whiff of hope that perhaps God is moving and I can have hope again on their face, crying out to God. You can't unsee that. That happened down the road, and it's happening all over America right now as I speak. It happened in Pasadena. It's happened everywhere. Something fresh. I know you can feel it. Do you not feel the spark of hope in here this morning? I feel the pregnancy of faith in here this morning to believe that this is that which has been prophesied. Jesus. Jesus. Don't pass us by. 
Don't pass us by. Get hungry in your own hearts. Don't pass my own family by. I don't know about you, but I've got family that without a fresh move of God, they're in trouble. What about you? Have you got family that without a fresh move of God, they're in trouble right now? And we're in the season where God's saying, I'm doing it. He's walking past the boat. Don't pass us by, God. May we not stand at another Azusa Street moment and think, wow, that was a good morning. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see, God. This isn't that anymore. This is something different. Don't pass us by, God. In a time of rain, ask for rain. In a time of awakening, ask for awakening. Start getting real personal and desperate with your prayers. We've got to have what you're doing, God. We've got to have more. We've got to recognize what you're doing. I want to read you a quote and a verse. And then we're going to pray. Jesus, we're we're standing at the beginning of something historic. If you're looking for a word of the Lord, this is your word. We're standing at the beginning of something historic right now. And like any historic season, there are those who recognize it and those who don't. There are those who will look back and read stories and go, oh, that was going on? And there are those who will be so immersed in it that your entire life is about to be transformed by the power of God. There's an invitation in this season to recognize that we stand on the cusp of a move of God across this nation. And we have a choice to ride the wave or stand back and watch the wave. We have a choice, as Ben said this morning, to be part of stomping our feet and create the waves. You know how we do that? Don't pass us by, God. Don't pass us by, God. You know how we do that? We stop worrying about what other people are thinking. Now, listen, I know that I'm speaking to people that don't care about what other people think, but I also understand that there's onion layers right now. We need to actually allow the Holy Spirit into that place in our hearts where we recognize the actual urgency of the hour. Some of us have been in so many revival meetings that we're satisfied with another revival meeting when God is offering national transformation. It's not a telling off, so please don't hear that. This is the kindness of the Lord saying, I'm walking out past the boat of America right now. Will we say don't pass us by? Will we allow the Lord to wake us in the night hours and weep for our families and our nation? Will we allow the Lord to deal with our own stuff right now that's keeping us out of fresh faith for the hour? Will will we allow, here's where it really gets real, 
Will we allow the Lord to mess with our schedules and our calendars and our times and our right to decide when we're going to obey and when we're not? Will we allow him to take us to a place that may feel stretching to see something that we haven't seen before? Don't pass us by. Do you feel the fear of the Lord this morning? Can you sense the expectation of hope? Jesus. We did an internship just recently. Some of them are here. We love them all. These are our beautiful team here that came through that internship. And there's Juan and there's Scott. God moved. It was literally a revival from beginning to end. Souls on the streets of Maricopa like you wouldn't believe. Through regular, everyday people. But you know something that really touched my heart? As soon as that internship ended and they just went back to their lives on flame. Do you know in just the first few days, there were 26 students, so I want you to get a hold of something different happening. 26 students. Out of that 26 in the first few days, and this number continues to grow, but out of just 26 in the first few days, there were at least 10 family salvations when they went home to people that some of them had been praying for for years or decades. All of a sudden, at once, boom, including one lady's mother who received Jesus on her deathbed six hours before she died. I want you to hear this. God is going after your families. Don't pass us by. Don't pass us by. But I want you to hear something in the nation of America. Everyone right now is someone's family member. And God is calling a people to let that actually hit our hearts. Don't pass us by, God. There's a generation that doesn't have anyone that prays for them right now. Don't pass us by, God. And God is calling the American church who's had more. Those who understand what revival looks and sounds like to resonate with the sound of heaven right now and cry out from the depths of our soul. Don't pass us by. We've got to have a move. Our children can't survive without you moving, God. Listen, I want to attack the religious spirit that says we have to pray in certain ways. You've got to pray from the depths of your heart right now. Stop worrying about how your prayers sound and just get desperate. America's on the line. Our children are on the line. And there's a move of God being offered right now. Don't pass us by. Jesus, here's a good prayer. God, I'm hungry, but make me hungrier. I care, Lord, but help me care more. Make me desperate, Lord, more than I am right now. Help me see the season that we're in. Jesus. This quote has been wrecking me. 
Glennon Ravenhill is the person who made this quote. However, it's been used uh, by, by many people, including Steve Hill, at the beginning of the Brownsville revival. I read it just weeks ago. I'd never heard of it before, which surprised me because I'm a student of revival, but we all learn all the time, right? Stay hungry. But I knew it was the Holy Spirit because in a 24-hour period, four times this quote came before me. Never heard before. The quote is simply this. Some of you will remember it. The opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of an opportunity. Let me say this again. I want you to hear it as a word for the hour. The opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of an opportunity. Don't pass us by, God. We see what you're doing in America right now. Don't pass us by. We're desperate and we're hungry. Lord, make us desperate for a move of God. We say today we're going to push past that which is comfortable because we can recognize that the opportunity of revival is before us. I'm going to read you a Bible verse that God gave me as we stepped into 2023. And we're going to pray for you. I know the kids are out there. If we have to, we can bring them in. Is that okay? (laughs) I just know this. The day of just preaching for the sake of preaching is gone. I'm not speaking against preaching because I'm a preacher. Preaching is wonderful and blessed are preachers. We're blessed to have a nation full of so many incredible preachers. But we don't need any more preaching. We need to hear the sharp, cutting-edge word of the Lord. We need to receive the sharp, cutting-edge of the Lord. And we need to do the sharp, cutting-edge of the Lord. Don't pass us by, God. Don't pass us by. Don't pass us by. I want to say again, the Father is not telling off the American church right now. He's simply inviting us into the very thing we've been asking him for. And he's giving us the heads up that it's going to look different. It's going to be different. It's going to run different. It doesn't mean that everything that we've walked through is going out the door. That doesn't mean that at all. It just simply means that God's bringing upgrades right now that will run different. It means that we need to have eyes that see and notice when God is breaking into our midst and doing something that isn't usual so that we don't just go, well, that was nice, but we actually lean in and understand this is a kingdom reset moment right now. This is like my phone getting the upgrade. This is the Holy Spirit saying you need this to walk effectively in this next season. In those moments, we always get the choice to step in or step back. My encouragement to us today is step in. My prophetic insight to you is when you step in, many of you are going to feel uncomfortable. 
Why? Because something fresh and new, just like when you do your upgrade on your phone, it takes a little bit to get used to it. Is that right? Just like what God's doing with his new wineskin right now, it's going to take a little bit to feel like, all right, and then just when you've got it all right, there'll be another kingdom upgrade. Don't stop pressing in because it feels uncomfortable. Let that actually be the sign to you. God's upgrading us. God's answering our cry. Amen. Let me give you the verse. 2 Samuel 5, 24. Jesus. It's about the poplar trees or the mulberry trees as some translations give them. This is a verse for the hour. So those who have ears that we're going to hear this and understand. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move quickly. I'm going to explain this, so don't worry. Because that will mean that the Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. Now, I want to explain something. The poplar trees are known as having a sound when the wind rushes through them. That sounds perhaps can be likened unto marching or movement. But that's actually not the point of this verse. This is David who's standing before a battle. And it's a battle that they needed fresh strategy for in, just like we are standing before a season right now in America where we understand that God is giving us fresh battle orders. Why? Because we need upgraded wisdom to push through into an upgraded victory. And so David was asking the Lord for wisdom. And it says that he heard the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees. Now listen, he recognized a sound in the natural. And he was able to interpret something that was going on in the natural realm to hear what God was giving wisdom on from the supernatural realm. Did you get a hold of that? David heard wind in the trees and he was able to interpret it as we got to get on with this quickly. We got to move quickly right now because he heard it as like an army marching in the trees. He understood that when he heard the wind rushing through the trees, that it was the Lord saying, the season has shifted. I've moved out from behind you to in front of you. Move quickly. Move into position right now because I have moved out in front of you to take the victory in this battle. But you've got to recognize the Kairos moment and move quickly or you'll miss it. David just heard wind in trees and he was able to understand that God was saying the season has changed. The directive has changed. The strategy has changed. I'm moving in a fresh wineskin. Move quickly and take the battle I've got out in front of you. Let me tell you what the poplar 
countries are in America right now. University campuses full of Gen Z who the world has given up hope on getting saved by the thousands and thousands and on their face on university campuses, not church buildings right now. Has God given up on churches? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a poplar tree moment. America, the poplar trees, they're speaking right now. Move quickly. Don't miss the moment. The Lord has moved out in front of us, America, and it's the moment to take the victory in the nation of America. There is the beginnings and the rumblings of a fresh move of God, a fresh third awakening in the nation of America. And he's saying, can you recognize and discern what I'm doing? Don't pass us by, God. And the Lord's saying the same to us in this season. Move quickly. Move quickly. There's a Kairos window for revival open right now. Move quickly. Move quickly. Don't put off till tomorrow what God is asking us to do today. Move quickly. Don't put off your prayers for your family to some other time when you feel like you have the energy. Move quickly. Don't put off the gathering together and the pressing in when divine interruptions happen. Move quickly. Don't put off the the strategies that God has given you for this season. Move quickly. I understand there are times and seasons, so don't do things that God hasn't said. But when God has said, move quickly. Let me tell you the greatest thing that I can tell you this morning. Move quickly. (laughs) With letting your hunger rise. That God's moving in America right now. You would be wrong... I'm just going to be blunt. If you left here today and said this is just like any other season, you're flat out wrong. I'm just going to give you the prophetic word. You're wrong. Something's changed in America. And there is an invitation and an opportunity for all of us right now to exploit the season for the fullness of breakthrough that God wants us to have. But equally, I can't cry out for you. I can't make decisions for you. I can't make your choices for you. And I can't get hungry for you. I can't sit up at night praying for your family. I can't sit up in the early hours praying for those around you that you know are on the cusp of a fresh move of God or disaster. I can't make you recognize that this is the greatest opportunity America has been handed in the last decades upon decades. I can't make you believe that. But Holy Spirit's pushing on hearts. Do you feel that? The Holy Spirit confirms his word, not preachers. The Holy Spirit confirms his word. And if you can feel that burning today, where you know this isn't some other season, something's changed. 
something's changed. There's a choice today. Are we all in? And by all in, it's not words. That's where it begins, not ends. I can't tell you what all in looks like, but I can tell you you're all going to be challenged in different ways. You know why? Because America is being offered another awakening. Jesus. It's already begun. And we just simply say yes. I don't know about you because I can only pray prayers for me right now, right? I'm gonna, we're going to impart to you. But you know what one of my prayers has been? It's been God. I know you're writing in this historic hour. I know you're writing revival stories right now. Write one with me. I don't want to just read about this in decades to come. Write one with me. I want to treat this like if I was standing on Azusa Street, like I said, when it was just a street. I want to be one of the people that didn't leave that place because I was aware. Whoa, the poplar trees. There's the sound of marching. There's the sound of awakening. I'm not leaving. This is going to touch the nations. I have that same historic sense inside me right now. And the Father is looking for those, be not mistaken, where something resonates inside you and says, write a revival story in me, God. Don't pass me by. God, thank you that you're pouring out in America. God, we ask for more. We ask for more. We ask for more. We're going to do something this morning. Now, if you need to get your kids, you can, because kids are literally getting touched left, right, and center at the moment through what God is doing. And we have seen, just like we did in the pineapple revival, actually, everywhere we go, we've seen children shaking and baking under the presence of God for for moments or for hours. And anyone who's a parent or a grandparent knows that does not happen without God. (laughs) But God's moving on our kids. You know why? Because they need a move of God. God is good, and he understands that we need what we've been crying out for. It's not just that we need great meetings. We actually need something fresh from God, just like the upper room had it because they were faced with extinction without a move of God. We need a move of God because our kids aren't going to live without a move of God. We need to not talk nice talk anymore. We need to drop the niceness and pick up the power. Are you hearing me? God's offering what we've been asking for. And it begins by little steps sometimes. Sometimes it's great leaps. But we don't just enter into a little more and be satisfied with the little more. We're going for a national awakening that touches the nations. Did they understand in in Azusa what they were doing was rewriting normal? Did they? I bet you some did. Do we understand right now that what God's offering is rewriting normal? It's rewriting what normal expectations will be from now on. 
No longer will we say that gender fluidity is a hard thing to break off. No longer will we say that there's a generation that's gone too far for God to break in. No longer are we going to say, I don't know, America's lost its hope. No, America's going to lead the nations again in revival. That's her call. No longer are we going to say, there's people in my family that are just never going to turn around for God. No longer are we going to say, there's just no hope for things to be alive and full of hope and God to bring freshness back to these people. God's rewriting normal right now. Can you sense it? Can you feel it? He's saying to us, would you let a cry out of your hearts? Don't pass us by. I don't want just great meetings. I love great meetings. This is my job. I don't want to be out of a job. (laughs) But we don't want just great meetings. We need awakening, America. I know you know this, but you know what I can see happening right now? I can see like eggs, the shells being cracked. And it's our hearts. And again, don't hear, I am bringing you out for prayer, but I want you to hear this because this is what God's doing. Some of us have gotten a little hard. And it's not that we're not good people and it's not that we're not faithful. It's just that we've been around the block a few times. Does that make sense? We've seen a lot. We've experienced a lot. I know I've gone over time. Please excuse me. I'm sorry. That's great. I heard many of you say you're not. That's awesome. (laughs) I don't want to go over time for the sake of going over time. Listen, it's not about extended meetings. It's about giving God space. Right? Our hearts have gotten a little hard simply because we've seen so many things that are good. And our level of expectation has plateaued at the place of all the good stuff we've already seen. And in this hour, God's trying to crack the level of our expectation because if this is all there is, we're in trouble. Just like the disciples on the boat, they were in trouble. And Jesus saw that they were in trouble and understood you actually need me but I'm only coming if you ask. You know why? Because he knows that it's going to shake things up a little bit. And so he knows that if you don't invite me right now, you're going to give up at the first sign of something being uncomfortable. So how desperate are we? How desperate are we? I'm opening up the altar right now. God, crack our hearts open. Make us desperate. Would you remind us what undignified praise and prayer actually looks like? Would you remind us that there's more in this season? And we're just going to spend a moment. We're going to lay hands on you as a team. Just walk around and put hands on your head. And we're going to release impartation of what God's doing in this season. But I want you to cry out this morning. 
And I want you to ask him to push past the level and the place of your last breakthrough. Ask him to make you hungrier than you've ever been before. Ask him to make you desperate, more desperate than you've ever been before. Ask him. Cry out to him and say, don't pass me by, God. Don't pass my family by, God. My kids need you. My parents need you. Don't pass us by. Let out a cry. Let out an ugly cry. The nice cries of the church have lost their grace. It's a season for ugly intercession. It's a season where we don't care what it looks and sounds like because, God, we recognize there's a window open. Don't pass us by. Don't pray nice prayers. Pray prayers from your heart. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with nice. I'm just simply saying that one of the things that God's doing right now is challenging us to be desperate. And desperate doesn't look proper. Let me tell you, the lady with the issue of blood who'd been unwell for 12 years. She was not walking up to Jesus in a nice, proper way. Get desperate! we got to have a move of God, Jesus! We've got to have awakening in America, Father! We need a fresh move of God, Jesus, starting us! Make us hungry! Make us desperate. Help us to cry out like we've never cried out before. Lord, let us make space in our lives, God. Even if it costs us, even if it's uncomfortable, God, we recognize you're moving. Don't pass us by. Release a spirit of desperation in here this morning, Father. Hold of a sword of a shade of a three. Hold of a sword of a shade of a three. Hold of a sword of a shade of a three. This is not a nice prayer meeting right now. Father, help us push past. Push past our level of last season's hunger into this season's hunger. Do something supernatural today, Father. We ask for an impartation of supernatural hunger, an impartation of divine strengthening. Jesus.
Jesus. Sometimes it's just a sound. Sometimes it's not words at all. Just like when a lady births a child, sometimes there's no words, there's just a groan. We gotta have more. We gotta have more. We gotta have more. Father, we thank you that you're offering more. We ask for more. family right now. Jesus. Jesus. We release the same over online right now as going on in here. Jesus. Now we're going to do something else, although God's going to do both things at once. Because I don't want to leave here today without us and our team having a moment to release over you impartation of what God's been doing everywhere we've gone. Now listen, he's already been doing that this morning. He's doing it right now. But if you're hungry for that, if you can get off the ground, and if you can't, don't even try. But if you're hungry for that, and online, you can lean in as well. If you want an impact of the fresh fire that God's been pouring out in this hour, I'm just going to ask you to stand at the altar. And we're going to come along and just release that over you. And now I want you to receive. I want you to actively receive. I want you to expect that just as I saw the coding at the start of today, that there is a fresh programming that God's releasing over us this morning. I want you to receive it. Does that make sense? And then I want you to expect that it's not business as usual. Amen? So if that's you, we're only going to pray for those who come out the front. But if you come out the front, we're going to lay hands on you and release what God has been doing. So release your faith expectations right now. Before I do that, I'm just going to pray and bless us before we come along. Is that good? So just receive this right now. Father, we receive your blessing for this season. And I see the smile of heaven over us today where he has found a people who hear the sound in the poplar trees and say, yes, Lord, we're going to move quickly. Yes, Lord, don't pass us by. Yes, Lord, we ask for revival starting us. Yes, Lord, we'll do whatever you say quickly and swiftly. So I bless your swift obedience, Jesus. I bless your homes and I bless your families and I bless those you're praying for, for salvation. And we call them in swiftly. 
I bless your bodies and we speak healing now. I bless your finances and we speak kingdom upgrades now. I bless your ability to run in this season and we speak divine alignment and I bless it in Jesus' name. And I bless divine hunger right now and I speak over you that from this moment on, you are going to have an insatiable hunger for awakening in America and we cry out together, don't pass us by and I bless your hunger and I bless bless this season right now as you run into victories that you've never run into before in the mighty name of Jesus get hungry we're going to release it over you in the name of Jesus